On this episode of American Reef, I'm going to share with you the lessons that I learned during my last power outage. My name is Russ Kickle, and welcome to another episode of American Reef. Long story made short, I had a power outage plan that failed. Uh, I expected to get 24 hours of power going to that 110 gallon tank tank, and in the end I think maybe I got six or seven. So basically this video is starts from when I heard an alarm, right, and kind of see at least some of the things that transpired during that power outage. And again, I put these videos together to, uh, to at least share the mistakes that I've made so you don't have to. Um, so in that same kind of vein, as you're watching this, if you have any suggestions uh, as well, uh, any other comments, send them over to AmericanReef at me.com. Now when the power outage hit, basically I was recording everything on my iPhone, so the volume is going to be down. right? I try, I'll try to change it and uh, increase the gain as much as possible in the post-production stuff, um, but chances are you're going to have to jack up your volume now to kind of get the full effect of what's going on in the video. Again, rather than me talk about it, let's go and uh, basically what happened, it's early morning and I was woken up by an alarm. this morning by the sound of an alarm. Now it wasn't a normal alarm like your iPhone or you know an alarm clock, but basically the power went out. When the power went out, I originally had this thing programmed so that everything would go out, right? Because I just wanted to see if the battery or how many minutes of runtime I had in this new battery, this GPS, um, compared to, for example, with things running. And I looked at it and right out the back, if you look down here, it says I've got 210 minutes. Now, again, I'm expecting a, a lot larger of a number because right now I just have the UPS, the Neptune Apex, and then the wee little Apple Express. Now, I, I believe that should be a lot longer because when I bought it, I expected this thing to run for 500, 600-ish kind of minutes. Um, so what we're going to do is take advantage of the power being out now and let's just start unplugging things and again I know that we could do this when the power is on but hey why not have the learning experience with it off because if you remember our previous setup video I had two UPS's one for the internet meaning one for the internet coming into the house and one for the internet here so by unplugging that 
now we got 253, 257. So it really hasn't changed that much. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take and unplug the Neptune Apex. But before we do that, let's take a look. We've got 250 minutes down there. So now, let me unplug the Neptune Apex on here and see what the numbers go up to. Now, we unplug the Neptune Apex, we've got, again, 635. So let's again, let's take the camera up there. And you can kind of see the display on here, too. And when you look at it from the APC side of it, one of the reasons why I upgraded this APC is so I had this LED display function, so it kind of helped me in the troubleshooting of power or so I could knowledgeably know, know what was going on in my tank. So when we look at that right there, two-thirds of the power was going to be consumed to basically keeping that Neptune Apex running if the power was out. And for me, that's not a real wise choice of your power consumption because you don't know if the power is going to be out for a day, for an hour, for three weeks. Um, in my particular case, what I'm going to do is, remember, I still have one of the, uh, the Vortex or the Tunzies. So, and I also have that Tunzi, um, the 9004 skimmer, the one that oxygenates. So remember, for me, power outage, what I was going to do is I was going to try that, see how much wattage that would use. And based on whether it was going to draw a lot, or maybe one of the Tunzi pumps or one of the Vortec pumps, you know, that's what's going to be my kind of power backup strategy. So again, why not do it? So the first thing I did is I plugged in the EcoSmart. And you can kind of see it's on that mixed mode. I'm not, I can't quite remember what that mode is. But you can kind of see that down there. Again, everything else is dark. And if we look over Obviously, since we have a variable speed going up and down, the time remaining somewhere between, you know, 247, 311, that sort of thing. So now, as it relates to having the Vortec, you can see where now 627, for example. So if I look over here, yeah, so it's hardly being utilized. So if you do have the Vortec, then my advice would be make sure you don't crank that thing up when you have a power outage, right? You want to keep it down low to have that surface-to-air exchange, but you don't need to jack it up really high. So now as the next step, what I'm going to do is I'm going to plug in that Tunzi 9004. Let's going to see what the, uh, the power draw is on that unit. And remember, with this Tunzi, it's relatively simple. We just take these magnets off here, go up front, pull the skimmer. And what I will do now is I'm going to unplug it and we'll move it up on top. Okay. One thing that I just realized, for those of you who didn't see the video, let me talk about kind of my assumptions. Basically, when I purchased this 9004 skimmer, what I did is I was replacing BioPellet Reactor, and I didn't want to remove all of the filtration that came from the water, so I did this. 
And because it was a small little skimmer that would easily fit in the sump. And in my mind, what I had thought was, if there was ever a power outage, I could use this 9004 up here in this main display tank, basically as a way, well, let me step back, basically as a glorified air stone, meaning not only did we get to aerate the water, but what we did do is we also got to skim the water. So proteins, filters, stuff like that. So I figured, hey, I get a better mousetrap, so to speak. And uh, in that vein, that's the premise of this particular, um, you know, Tunzi. And one of the reasons why I did it, and so far, I believe that I've built that better mousetrap as it relates to a better airstone. And again, we're going to just tape throughout this power outage and we'll see how long this lasts, if it does what I expect, if the fish are dying or not, and kind of roll from there. So I'm going to take the Tunzi 9004, we're going to plug it in, let's see what happens. So now we plugged in the Tunzi 904 and look, we got 620. So now at 620, my suspicions were correct. I thought that from the Tunzi 904 that I would get again, much more efficient use of the, uh, the energy when the power was out and ultimately I am. Um, so, you know, again, my, my uh, battery on the iPhone is probably going to run out, um, but let's talk about some of the takeaways. Um, first of all, again, planning for failure. We know you're going to have a power outage some point in time, so if you're going to do that, you should actually test these kind of things out before the power actually goes out. Um, number two, basically, if you're planning on time, Remember that Neptune Apex, is it's, it's going to draw a lot of power if you're using it to notify you if there's a power failure. So include that in the equation. As it relates to the Ecotech Vortec pumps, remember, again, to me, um, I, I went with the smallest. And my lesson here is I set it on the variable um, for when the power goes out. But in that particular case, um, probably not a wise decision, right? When the power goes out, you want to kick it down at the slowest settings. Um, as well, in that line, I know Ecotech makes a battery backup for it. So in that particular situation, that might be a better solution than going out and getting your Apex and your Neptune Apex and uh, your APC, for example, just because we can see how much power those units draw right, to, to keep your power going. And then lastly, from that Tunzi perspective, you know, I like the fact that it was aerated and um, that we're still skimming the water surface. So in general, my suspicions are correct. I like that for an efficient kind of use when the power goes out, how to get the most out of something like this. Right? And uh, what we're going to do now is I'm just going to play this thing out. We're going to let see if this thing actually runs 612 minutes. We'll see if the APC is actually good. Um, and that dial is actually right. And um, see how it goes. Hopefully the power doesn't stay off more than 612 minutes.
So as you can see, it's been about seven hours, 10 minutes since we last taped or since the outage. And we've got some discrepancies here. Meaning, basically, the UPS is telling me I've got 15 minutes remaining on battery. But last time we checked, it was going to run for 600 minutes, right, which was a lot longer than the, the seven hours. So to me, what that's telling me, there's something going on with this APC. Maybe the battery's starting to die, or I need to recondition it, or, or something. i got to look at it. And, um, you know, one of the things that I did do um, that I'll kind of point out here is I plugged in a little kilowatt meter. So this little kilowatt meter, one of the nice things about it is it kind of confirms the draw of what's coming out of that UPS. So all, all you do is you plug in this to the battery source, this to the device source, and you can see the wattage. And I expected this thing to draw anywhere between four and six watts, and that's what it's doing. So from a draw standpoint, what I was doing when I plugged this in was to see if there were spikes, meaning you know it was going from four to 10, six to 10, whatever. So I kept my eye on it. And for the most part, it's been steady. So that means, again, my initial kind of thoughts about the APC and the battery are, are true, meaning there's something that needs to be done there. And this all kind of falls into a big, bigger theme, right? That theme is similar to what I had mentioned uh, on a few episodes where, you know, with technology and basically aquariums, you can't always rely on them, meaning you have to test, double check, right? It's kind of like uh, you've heard Carpenter say, say, excuse me, measure twice, cut once. Well, in this particular case, um, you've got backup systems in place, and how do you know if they are going to work the way you want to unless you test them? And in my particular case, I expected to have around 24 hours right, full of coverage, and I didn't in any way, shape, or form. And the reason why, one of the reasons is I didn't test. So there were some things that basically were drawing my power. Number one, the whole Apex Neptune system, right? That was drawing a lot of watts coming out of here. Um, if you remember correctly, it was probably two-thirds um, more than it needed to. Um, also, when you look at it, that modem, that was drawing. So all of that kind of infrastructure that I put in place to make sure that I would be alarmed if I was out of town, for example, and the power went out, well, you know, the good news is I got an email on my phone that said, hey, your power's out. But the bad news is it's running two-thirds less time. So there, there's some issues there that I'll probably be doing some episodes on to kind of compensate for, uh, for that. Um, and in the meantime, again, my lessons, so, you know, I, I basically want to put them out there so that you don't make the same mistakes I do. So the takeaway here, again, test, right? And like I said before, with technology and tanks, we know that there are issues there. So you want to minimize that as much as possible. Right, rely on that human aspect. I was home, so it wasn't that big of a deal for me to kind of take and you know do all these experiments. And hey, I got the videotape in the process. Um, you know, and with that being said, if there are any other kind of stories, suggestions that you have as viewers, send them over to me. Again, it's AmericanReefAtMe.com. I'd love to hear them. Um, I know people using generators, just plain old battery, right? Like for me, for example, I have a uh, Bass Pro Shops, um, basically it's for the minnow buckets, where it's, again, nothing more than a battery-operated air stone. Uh, so when you look at that, you know, that's definitely an option too. You need somebody to flick the switch unless you're going with that little tons of unit. Um, and so, you know, we, we can go on and on, but ultimately, 
Let's share those suggestions, uh, any, any comments that you have, again, send them my way. And again, I hope you have at least learned from my mistakes. And as you can hear by the dogs, it's time to cut this one off. Again, my name is Russ Kickle, and thanks for watching this episode of...